Welcome to Facts Roundtable, a podcast dedicated to navigating life with food allergies across the lifespan. Presented in a welcoming format with interviews and open discussions, each episode will explore a specific topic, leaving you with the facts to know or use. Information presented via this podcast is educational and not intended to provide individual medical advice. Please consult with your personal board-certified allergist or healthcare providers for advice specific to your situation. Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Mawasasi, and I am your host for the Fact Roundtable podcast. I am a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog, and I am Fact's Vice President of Community Relations. Before we start today's very interesting conversation, I just want to pause for just a moment to say thank you to DBV Technologies for being a very kind sponsor of FACTS Roundtable podcast. We're sitting down with FACTS Vice President of Education, Kristen Osborne, to discover fresh ways to create simple Valentine's Day fun in your home, at school, and with your loved ones. Today, Kristen invites us into her home to share a few of her tried and true favorites. Welcome, Kristen, back to Facts Roundtable podcast. It is always a fabulous day when you're on the show. Thank you so much. I always have an exciting time chatting with you, and it's a pleasure to be here today. Let's dive right into Valentine's Day fun. Does your family have any special traditions around the holiday? For my family, I dust off my heart-shaped molds, and I did that yesterday, and a paring knife, and the whole day is packed with hearts. (laughs) It sounds like there's a lot of love in your home, and it sounds like a very lovely day. We vary our excitement for Valentine's Day each year. Some years we go all out and have a big shebang, lots of heart-shaped food and heart-shaped snacks. But some years we play it a little low-key and just have heart-shaped pancakes for breakfast. We enjoy our strawberry heart-shaped pancakes with strawberry syrup. And then sometimes I make them for the kids. And now that my kids are older, they can make them for me as well. So that's nice as a mom to have heart-shaped pancakes for Valentine's Day. Other years, I find allergy-friendly candy, and then we serve that for breakfast because who doesn't want some delicious candy for breakfast? One of my kids' favorite pastimes is to go to our local store and find all of the allergy-friendly Valentine's Day-themed candy and snacks. And I'd have to say I love it almost as much as they do, maybe a little bit more. I get so excited to go and find the allergy-friendly snack-sized popcorn or the allergy-friendly potato chips that are shaped like little hearts, and then the gummies that have the yummy, delicious sugar on them that are shaped like hearts. And these are all things that you can find in your local big box store. And the great thing about them is many of these snacks are top eight friendly, and they work for Valentine's Day gift baskets, Valentine's Day treats for the kids in the lunch boxes. But it's one of our favorite things to do. And we buy a lot and we buy it online as well. So that throughout February and March, the kids are still eating some Valentine's Day snacks. It's our little secret we, we like to have. Oh, I love this secret. And who doesn't want candy for breakfast? Okay, probably <laughs> healthy people. <laughs> Candy for breakfast probably isn't the best suggestion, but at the end of the day, 
one day a year having a treat for breakfast isn't going to hurt anyone. That's how I feel a lot with our food allergy. Sometimes you just have to take a little turn to the left or a little turn to the right and do something a little fun and jazz it up. And and you're right, one day a year, I don't think that's going to be terrible. Exactly. And maybe it's not candy that you have for breakfast. It's a, a treat, a cereal that you typically don't eat. You have that for Valentine's Day that year. And those are just things that are a little different, a little surprise in the morning. And if that's not your cup of tea, there are other things that you can do to have a special day. I will cut hearts out of strawberries. My son will take the strawberries and cut them into roses. I just love all of this. Absolutely love all of this. I think it's a fun holiday to share love with not only your family members, your children, your neighbors. It's just a day to say, I appreciate you as a friend or a family. I love what you're doing. And I just wanted to show you that I care. That's beautiful. Let's turn to home activities. What suggestions can you share with listeners for creating some extra fun on Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day is an exciting holiday for children, for the little ones, for the elementary school aged kids, middle school, maybe not so much. And then high school, everyone loves to get a Valentine or a treat from their friend. A food-free way to celebrate the holiday would be to create your own Valentine's decorations. Paper hearts made of felt, heart wreaths on paper plates, tissue paper flowers are all really cute and exciting ways to create memories. And the good thing about these particular decorations are that they're memories that are made. So each year when you bring them out for the holiday, there's a story that goes behind them and the kids talk about, oh, I remember making this and we had fun. And it's a tradition and you get to reuse the decorations year after year. And really any craft you choose is special when you do it together. That is the whole point, right? Just being together, creating something fun, and just enjoying each other. And also just showing everybody that just because you have food allergies doesn't mean you can't participate in fun holidays. Exactly. And part of that is being able to share the love with others. Another idea is to decorate Valentine's for your neighbors and your friends. And we're going on the third year of a pandemic. And I don't know about everyone else, but I'm a little exhausted. We've quarantined, we've isolated, we've limited interaction with friends and family. And we're we're just a little tired and we're ready to share in some fun Valentine's Day love. And a way that you can do that is to create Valentine's with little sayings and then drop them off and ring the doorbell to your neighbor and run away so they have a cute little surprise waiting for them at the door. And kindness is a gift we can all give. That is so fun. I love that. Although I don't know how fast I can run. (laughs) I'll give it my best shot. Now that students are back in the classroom, What ideas do you have for designing an inclusive school celebration? Back in the day, my daughter Layla had classmates who ate halal. So we were really careful to share food-free items or ones that supported her wonderfully diverse friend group. Well, it's important to make sure that when a celebration happens at school, everyone is involved. The student that has food allergies, the student that needs halal, a student who might have diabetes and needs sugar-free food. I always start with having the celebration out of the classroom so that none of the allergens are there. My suggestion is always to have it in the cafeteria or a neutral location that food won't be an issue for others in the school or others in the class. That way you can have lots of fun in the cafeteria 
There's room. The kids are used to that kind of setup because they go to lunch every day. And having food in the cafeteria allows an assortment of food to be available and allows everyone to have something that they can choose from. So if you're that student that has food allergies in your class, there isn't a student with a dairy allergy, but maybe they have a nut allergy and you decide to have an ice cream party. Well, obviously you don't want to have nuts at that party, but you can find other treats and other snacks that can go along with that to make sure that everyone's included. I remember one year my son was in elementary school and he has multiple allergies. We dairy, egg, and we had a walking taco party. This was prior to COVID, so we could bring food in, but I made taco mix and we took Fritos chips and we put tacos in there and the kids got to add whatever toppings they wanted for their walking taco kit. Another year we had a popcorn bar. We had lots of popcorn, some salty flavors and kettle corn flavors. And we would sprinkle it with different toppings like vegan Parmesan or even dairy-free chocolate chips. And the kids, again, got to choose what they want. So a lot of times I stuck to a bar-like party and that way everyone can have something they can choose and there's something for everyone. Okay, the bar parties are some of my favorites. We did that when Layla was in elementary school with popcorn and marshmallows. And, and what's nice about it, too, as the adult serving, you can also control the allergens. Exactly. So you can really stop and ask the child, is this safe for you? This is what this is. And so you can really contribute to the safety and just make it a really fun day. Exactly. And it gives parents the opportunity if they want to send in something, you can have a list, whether it's on a sign up website that people can sign up for specific things. And that way people know what to look for in the store, can double check the ingredient labels and that everyone, like you said, can partake in the fun. These are great ideas. Looking at Valentine's Day and just even beyond it for other celebrations, what suggestions might you have for classrooms that just want to do a food free celebration? Well, a food-free celebration is a win for everyone, not just students with food allergies. Students who have dietary needs or restrictions also benefit from celebrating in a food-free environment. There are many, many different ways to have fun and celebrate Valentine's with students. A lot of times, the older students in older elementary or middle school might enjoy playing trivia, Valentine's Day trivia. And there are lots of teachers use a program or a website called Kahoot, which allows the teacher to input questions. And then the students have a special code, they input the code and they are able to choose. And then the whole class can see what answers were chosen and which answers everyone liked the best. And Kahoot, from what I gather, because, you know, I had to ask the experts in my home, the student in high school and elementary, they said they use it all the time. I asked a couple of friends there, students use it. So Kahoot's a great way to have trivia, to have Valentine's fun, and just kind of let loose to celebrate a little bit in the classroom. And additionally, creating a video Valentine to share with another teacher or another class or the principal is a fun way to get everyone involved because we know we have many different types of students in the classroom, some who excel at writing, some who excel at putting videos together and adding the captions or editing and some who like taking pictures. So putting together a 60 second video of the class and their love or what they say they love most about their school, putting that together in a video and, and editing that and then sharing that is another idea to create some Valentine's Day fun. And these days, everyone likes being on video. This is true. We're getting very good at video. 
Kristen, you know, I love to stalk you on social media and your social media posts tell a beautiful story of your family togetherness during the holidays. Doesn't matter what the holiday is. Your posts are just fantastic. They're fun. They're joyful. So tell us, what is your secret? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that kind remark, Caroline. I'm not sure that my kids would agree with you all the time, but I appreciate the sentiment. But like most social media posts, our family likes to display the food allergy life we live and how we thrive. And we should also note that the smiles you see or the smiles shown on the pictures sometimes are coaxed to the point that I'm asking very politely to smile, but my family enjoys taking silly pictures and I'm not sure they know what being serious means. And I lean into their silliness and show an accurate reflection of our life. So if they're in a great mood that day, that's what you see. And if they're not, (laughs) you may also see that too. We strive to create memories and moments that cannot be overshadowed by food allergies. We take life head on and we do not subscribe to the norm and create our own rules on how to live. Who says you need chocolate candy roses for Valentine's Day? Maybe you decide to make roses out of bacon or tissue paper. I have a friend who is a baker in the area and she has a food allergy bakery and she makes these delicious bouquets of bacon roses. So that's definitely something that you can replicate in your own home. And I'm telling you, bacon makes everything better. You know what I'm going to make this Valentine's Day. That is fantastic. Yeah, bacon roses are always a hit. It's an amazing sight to see so many roses shaped like bacon, and it's just delicious. But the norms that you see in community are just that. They're norms that work for each person or each individual. You can choose what is normal in your home. For us, it's normal to have a special cereal when we expect a snowstorm. We live near a beach, so snow is not a common occurrence where we live. That small step of creating a tradition of a special cereal when it snows can be recreated in many different ways. Maybe you have a special snow dance that you perform, or maybe you just decide to create really cute heart-shaped apples for snack that day. Whatever you do, big or small, it's those small moments that matter, that matter to you, that matter to you as an adult when you're sharing Valentine's Day with uh, your partner. But the goal is to create those memories so that you can look back on it and know that your life isn't defined by having a food allergy. That is empowering and wonderful. And I confess, I just made my son's Valentine's box that I'm going to ship out tomorrow, and it has finishing salt in it. Ooh, that's nice. He likes to cook. And so, you know, just like you're saying, we have our own norms. I need to get some of his snacks because that sounds delicious. My mouth is salivating now because I'm thinking of Maldon sea salt. Yes, thank you. Now, circling back to, again, the home celebrations, do you actually have a special meal you're going to cook on Valentine's Day? This year, we're taking Valentine's Day and making it a a low-key holiday. We've had a lot happening in the last couple of weeks and couple of months, and we're just happy to still be kicking and healthy. And bacon roses sound like a special meal. I mean, really anything that you or a child with food allergies enjoys can be made into a special meal. So I might make brownies that are in the shape of hearts, bake them in a muffin tin. And then I like to take a couple of beans and put them in between the liner and the actual baking tin. So it kind of makes an indentation. So when the brownies cook and they fluff up, they create a little heart. And that's kind of a cheat way to create hearts for cupcakes. 
That is fantastic. You should have seen me climbing through the garage yesterday to find my heart-shaped pans. <laughs> yes. You know, not everyone has a heart-shaped pan. And you and I, we love these different cooking tools and techniques. Anytime that I can share something that helps out the next person, I'm happy to do it. Oh, that is so fun. Well, we're at the end of our time together. So before we wrap up today, do you have anything you want to share with listeners? Well, if listeners visit www.foodallergyawareness.org, they can go to the education section and will find Valentine's Day crosswords, puzzles, and Valentine's Day word searches that are challenging and then easier for the younger grades. Those are excellent tools to add to a food-free celebration or Valentine's Day packet for the kids to take home with them. You can just download them straight from the website. They're free of charge. And I always challenge my kids to see if they can answer the questions. And then the answers are also downloadable. And you want to pair the facts about food allergies download that we have and the answers typically you can find and read through there. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I used to, when my daughter was in elementary school, buy Mad Libs and then wrap it around the pencil with a little ribbon. But now you've just leveled up and I don't have a little kid in the house. So I hope somebody's going to do that. But what a great idea to print those out and give them as Valentine gifts. It's definitely a fun idea. Parents can email the teacher the direct link and the teacher can download it. It's one of those things where in addition to going to your neighbor's house to drop off a Valentine, you can also drop off a crossword puzzle or a word search and just brighten someone's day. Thank you again for your time. This was a lot of fun chatting with you today. And listeners, I will make sure in the show notes, I have links to everything Kristen talked about and how you can find those downloads. So thank you again, Kristen, for your time. Thank you, Caroline. Before we say goodbye today, I just want to thank DBV Technologies one more time for being a very kind sponsor of Facts Roundtable Podcast. Thank you for listening to Facts Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.